Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on Power Your Life. I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here. And many of us have gone through challenges, whether it's because of COVID or other kinds of challenges that we've seen in our lives, whether, well, many different kinds. I don't want to go through what they are, but oftentimes we feel that what can we do with them? How can we move past them? How can we be able to shift our lives and and move forward. And I have a very esteemed guest who really is going to share that with us today, who's been through many of his own challenges that really led him in a beautiful direction. And I'm talking about Dr. Alan Leica, who's a pioneer in cosmetic surgery. He's been acknowledged as one of the leading cosmetic dermatologists globally for three decades. And Dr. Liker has won the prestigious Consumer Choice Award for Cosmetic Surgery for 16 consecutive years. And he's also the co-founder of Doctors for the Practice of Safe and Ethical Aesthetic Medicine, as well as the founder of the Canadian Skin Cancer Association. Dr. Liker's life changed drastically when he suddenly developed a right foot drop and was then misdiagnosed as ALS. This challenge led Dr. Leica to become a leading expert in living a fantastic life and turning points, transformational speaker, as well as a thought leader, a life-changing coach, and a mentor. He's co-authored The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life with Harriet Tinka, a former fashion model, as well as a woman of distinction. And Dr. Liker is currently co-authoring two more books. One entitled Blue Talks Presents, Business, Life, and the Universe, and another book with Jack Canfield entitled Pillars of Success. Welcome, Dr. Alan Leica. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for having me today, Joan. It's really a, a, really a privilege to be here. Well, you are incredible, and it's my pleasure totally. And it's so important that people know that once they go through something, it's not the end, and that there's so much beyond that, which which you so beautifully talk about and wrote about in, in your book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. So first, talk, tell us a little bit about what happened with that diagnosis. What was going on in your life beforehand, and then suddenly something happened that kind of led you totally down a different path. Yeah, it's kind of funny how life is like that, and it's funny how your life can just change in minutes uh, from one thing to another. You know, I was at the top of my cosmetic surgery career. It was 2003. 
My wife and I and our youngest daughter decided to take a vacation in Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It was yesterday, it was just like yesterday that I remember it. I was walking with my wife, and my wife turned to me and said, What's wrong with you, hon? You know, I was taken aback, Joanne, because for once in my life, I hadn't said anything wrong. I hadn't done anything wrong. I hadn't even thunk (laughs) anything wrong. (laughs) But my my wife persisted, what's wrong? And I said, dear, I haven't got the faintest idea what you're talking about. She said, listen to your foot. I said, dear, that's the stupidest thing you've ever said. She said, well, listen to it anyhow. Well, my right foot had suddenly and mysteriously developed a right foot drop, and it was slapping on the pavement with each step that I was taking. My wife then said, did you have a stroke? I said, dear, that's not how strokes present. You know that you're a doctor, I'm a doctor. If I had a stroke, I'd be lying on the pavement right now, garbled and out of confused. She said, well, something's wrong. She said, when we get back, you better get this checked out. Well, Joanne, when your wife tells you that in that tone of voice, what do you do? <laughs> I know what you do. <laughs> you get and you did it, out. right? <laughs> right. That's right. I saw dozens of doctors. In fact, I probably saw hundreds of doctors by the time it was all through. And uh, they did every test known to man. They did CAT scans. They did brain scans. They did MRI. They did scan scans. Um, And you know what they found at the end of all that? They found absolutely nothing. (laughs) Right. Doctors find absolutely nothing. They keep looking because they don't want to be met up as a fool. They thought I had a slip disc or a brain tumor or something, so they kept doing tests. I think they even invented some tests just to find some tests to do at that time. And they found absolutely nothing. So finally, I was referred to a world-class neurologist. A neurologist is the brain doctor, the doctor that's supposed to have all the answers to all the questions in the brain. And so I walked in and I said, hi. He said, hi back. He said, you better be sitting down when I tell you this. He said, you have Lou Gehrig's disease. ALS, you have six months to live. You better get your affairs in order. Wow. Is there a way to prove this diagnosis? He said, of course, on autopsy. Oh. (laughs) How did he come up with that? That, I mean, and you and I know about my story with neurologists, but how how did he figure that out and I don't get it. Well, I don't get it either. But, you know, when, you know, a a disease like ALS is one that's based by exclusion. And every test came back negative. So there were very few things left on the list that it could be. And so he jumped at the conclusion that this was the only thing on the list that was left. And so... You know, when you go through something like this, though, Joanne, you, you start going through the stages of death and dying that Elizabeth Kubler-Ross wrote in her book. Um, it, they state, you know, you go through anger. When I became very angry, I was angry at the world for years. I could bite the heads off nails. Um, you go through bargaining. Oh, God, please don't let this happen. I'll be anything if you don't let this happen. 
You go through denial. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong. I can do anything. It's just some mistake. Something's gone wrong. But you know there is something wrong because you still have a drop right foot. And as I started getting worse, my right hand also became involved, and I couldn't do things with my right hand that I used to be able to do. And finally, there's depression. That's the big, dark days where you stay in bed, staring at the ceiling, looking around and thinking, why should I do anything? I'm going to be dead in six months anyhow. Why should Mm. I even do anything? Have you ever been depressed, Joanne? Well, when I had my my head injury for for a little bit, but I got out of it. But my question is this. I mean... How did you get to the other side of the depression and also figuring out, aside from all the doctors and all the and the the, the misdiagnosis, how did you get to shift and you figure know, out what's going on with you that nobody else could? You know, I'm a survivor, and I I really have I really thought this diagnosis must be wrong. So I went to my wife and I said, dear. Do you have any idea what I have? And she said, I haven't got the faintest idea. But she said, you're smart. You can figure it out. Well, she gave me a vote of confidence. So I started to look around. And back in 2003, something new was invented. You might have heard about it. It's called the Internet. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, I have heard of it. <laughs> yeah, back in, you know, it's primitive back then in 2000. It had just been invented. And to get on, you had to get on by dial-on connections. Your phone had to attach to a cradle, and it attached and phoned up another phone. And it went, for about 15 minutes before it connected. And I when remember. It connected, yeah, your phone talked to another phone. And you really had to search point by point by point. Uh, you see, back then, the internet had the computers we were using had very little memory. They had very little power, and so they couldn't do very much. We didn't have Doctor Google back then. We didn't have Doctor Yahoo back then. We now have a lot more resources, but we didn't have them then. But I had friends that were nerds, and they helped me out. And they helped me find a doctor in Colorado Springs, Colorado. He had a very story very similar to mine. His name was David Marks. But David got worse much more rapidly than I did. And he was on his deathbed when a doctor from Texas, a Dr. Harvey, came up. He looked at David and said, David, I think there's something wrong with this picture. I don't think you have ALS. I don't think you have Lou Gehrig's disease. I think you have something called chronic Lyme's disease. David said, what's that? the, The doctor said, well, that's the bite of a tick, and it mimics ALS. It mimics Gehrig's disease. And he said, if I'm right, I can start you on treatment, and I can make you better. David said, well, what do I have to lose? I'm dying. <laughs> Presumably, started, right? Yeah, he started him on treatment, and within two weeks, he was like Lazarus. He rose from the dead. Wow. He literally was better. Well, I knew I had to get in touch with David. So I phoned every hospital in Colorado Springs, Colorado, where David lived. And I met up with him at the Methodist Hospital. And we talked for hours. And he said, 
Dr. Leica, can you come down and see me? I said, when would you like to see me? He said, as soon as possible. What about right now? Well, this was our Thanksgiving weekend then in, in 2003. And I said, David, I can't. My wife's invited 50 people over. David said, aren't there any planes in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't going to let me get away with it that easily. So I went to my wife and I apologized. I said, dear, I won't be able to join you for dinner this Thanksgiving weekend. But where are you going this time? You always seem to be away teaching and doing research and everything else. And I said, well, here, this time I have to go see a doctor in Colorado Springs. And he claims he has some, some treatments that might be able to help. And my wife said, well, let me get your bag ready. I'll even drive you to the airport. Because I, if there's hope, we need to see it. But thank you, dear. So I got to the airport. I got on a plane from Denver to from Edmonton to Denver. It was a great flight. It was only two and a half hours long. Um, beautiful flight. But then I got to Denver, and I got on another flight from Denver to Colorado Springs. It was a rinky dink dink puddle jumper, and it was a terrible little flight. Have you ever been on a small flight, Joanne? Yes, I have. I'm very bumpy. Yeah. At the end of the day, the air comes off the desert, and it causes eddies, which causes extreme turbulence. So the plane will be flying, and it'll drop 100 feet without warning. Bang. Then it'll climb 100 feet, and then it'll drop another 200 feet without warning. It was like a cork in a hurricane. And it was, I, I, when I got off that plane, I was gritty. I climbed off that plane, and there was David on the tarmac. He said, you don't look so good. I said, David, I don't feel so good. He said, it's probably a metaphor been going through. You've certainly been going through it, the flight from hell throughout the last several months of your life. And I said, you're right, David. And he said, let's talk. And we talked for hours. And at the end of that talk, David said something miraculous. He said, I think history is repeating itself. He said, I think I can start to run treatment. I think I can make it up. And he did. And that's why I'm alive and thriving 18 years after the fact that I was supposed to be dead. You know, that's such an incredible story, and, and you're breaking up a little bit, so I want our listeners to really hear you because this is so important what you have to, to relay to people. So you got the, finally got the treatment that you needed despite everybody else's diagnoses and whatever and decided to, to kind of shift careers and well, what, do what you're doing now. Like Tell us. Pardon? Yeah, well, what happens when you go through something like this is you realize you've been given a second chance. You've been given another opportunity to do things even better than you did before. And that's when I realized that I had a gift. And I realized that I could help people with their lives and they can do things. I get a life as good as mine without having to go through the hardship that I was done. And so that's when I decided to step away from my career and and start to give back. And one of the things I did is I gave back to a group called the YWCA. I supported the group and gave an award for all the women in our society 
to support them and help them have a better life. It was called the Women of Distinction event. And a young lady by the name of Harriet Tinka came up and she wanted to apply for the award. And she um, applied for the category of turning points. You see, Harriet had a story similar to mine, yet different. She was a world-class model walking the runways of New York when she decided to quit and pick up her second passion, which was accounting. So she went to take a degree in accounting at the University of Calgary in Calgary, Alberta. And she met somebody very evil there who ended up kidnapping her, stabbing her, and leaving her for dead. She survived that event and was going through rehab and met a young girl by the name of Amber who told her, Harriet, you have to give back. You have to tell people your story and you have to let other people grow as a result of that. So Harriet asked me, can I buy you lunch? And then at her lunch, Harriet said, you know, we have to write a book. And that's where we started to write our book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. And it took years to write it, but it became a bestseller during the pandemic of 2020. You know, we, we I've also had Harriet on the, on my on the Power Your Life show. And she's she's wonderful too. You know, the, it's so important what you're talking about because, again, going through a challenge like both you and Harriet did, and 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 being able to come on the other side of it, which is so important, and then turn around and help other people so that they too can see, well, well, I don't have to be stuck here. You know, I changed my life too from a challenge many, many years ago and got into more of a holistic medicine and other kinds of things because I needed to heal myself and I wasn't getting what I needed from conventional medicine. And, and I think what happens, like what happened to you and Harriet, is sometimes it opens up another pathway that's a, an important pathway to help other people differently from what you've been doing before and, and it's so wonderful so let's let's get into some of the book because i know our listeners want to know more about this incredible book and also about the wonderful pearls the golden pearls yeah let me tell you a little bit about pearls do you know what what makes a pearl joanne well, why don't you tell us, Dr. Leica? I sure will. Uh, a pearl is formed because a grain of sand gets inside of an oyster. And there are actually special oysters that make golden pearls. They exist in the South Pacific, and they exist in, in um, that sort of region. But what happens is this grain of sand gets inside the pearl, inside the oyster, and the oyster gets traumatized by it. But rather than get destroyed by it, it walls it off with this beautiful, gorgeous material called luster. And that luster then uh, builds and builds and builds. And solid, a single solitary golden pearl from the South Pacific is so valuable, it costs upwards of $10,000. So wow. that's when I think, what I was thinking when I started to, Think of these beautiful things that people have inside themselves because people have inside themselves the secrets to 
to help themselves and make themselves better. And that's where I found 13 golden pearls, and we wrote about them in my book. Each chapter is about a golden pearl that people need to survive and become better and and literally uh, become uh, the people that they are. The beautiful thing is uh, pearls are found deep down inside of you, and you can really become um, something better as a result of them. And each one of our chapters is based on a golden pearl. Uh, we start with love as the first golden pearl, and we end up as empowerment as the last golden pearl. So those are the things that we'd like to concentrate on. Um, so I think what's what, I think what's important. No, I said I think what's important because I want to go into a couple of these pearls and let's look at a couple of the pearls that are really important for people right now, probably all of them, but let's focus on a couple that are really important for people because of what they've been going through with COVID and and a lot of challenges that have happened globally. Which ones right now do you think are are the most which let's pick one right now and then we'll we'll go to more that are most important right now for people to pay attention to to the pearl that's within themselves that that can help them through this time. I think the first one I'd like to start with is the first golden pearl, which is love. And I'd like mm. to tell a little story about love, if that's okay, Joanne. Go right ahead. Okay, thank you. There once was a little girl who who was extremely happy. She was angelic with red curly hair. She was always singing and playing. She never walked. She skipped everywhere she went. The world was her oyster. From sunup to sundown, everyone who saw her had a smile on their face. One day, her father punished her for wasting a roll of gold wrapping paper. Money was tight and he became infuriated when the girl tried to decorate a shoebox to put under a Christmas tree. Um, Nevertheless, the little girl brought the gift to her father the next morning and said, this is for you, Daddy. The man became embarrassed by his overreaction earlier, but his rage intensified when he confirmed the package was indeed empty and unwrapped it. He yelled at her, Don't you know that when you put something inside a present, there is supposed to be something inside? Oh, Daddy, you're so silly, said the little girl. It's not empty at all. I blew kisses in the shoebox. They're all for you, Daddy. (laughs) The father was crushed. He put his arms around the little girl, and he begged her for forgiveness. Only a short time later, a tragic car accident took the life of the little girl. The father kept Mm. the gold-wrapped shoebox by his bed for many years, and whenever he was discouraged, he would take out an imaginary kiss and remember the love of the girl who had put it in there. And he closed his eyes. He could see the little girl. He could feel her, he could hear her giggle and could feel her on the lap. Many years later, the man died of a broken heart. He went up to heaven, and St. Peter met him at the pearly gates. St. Peter said, to enter, you must give me something very valuable. I can't let you in without something like that. The old man gave Peter the most important thing he owned, the empty shoebox. St. Peter smiled and said, enter, my friend. 
You have given me the gift of everlasting love, the most valuable gift of all. And inside, he was reunited reunited with his precious daughter. She smiled at him. The old man said, I missed you. Why, Daddy, said the little girl. I never left you. When I died, God made me in an angel. And when you opened the shoebox to get a kiss, I gave you a real one. I giggled in your ear, and I sat on your lap. I will always be with you. I am your little girl. Author unknown. It's so beautiful. It's brought tears to my eyes. And, and you know, it's so powerful because love has is, has so much power beyond beyond this, you know, our, our presumed life on this planet. And, and it's such a beautiful story. Thank you for that. That's That's incredible. Choose another one because we are running out of time, and I and I just want our listeners to really kind of enjoy and, and relish the fact that they have these beautiful golden pearls within them that, like you said, Dr. Leica, they can access that will help them. Sure, and I'll go to the last, another golden pearl on enthusiasm, and there's a very short story there. It's about Fred the Carpenter, and Fred the Carpenter had worked for the same company for 65 years. He was tired. He said, I'm going to quit. So he went to his boss and said, boss, I'm quitting. The boss said, Fred, you can't quit. You're my number one carpenter. Can you do just one more thing for me before you retire? Fred said, of course, I've loved it here. The man said, can you build me just one more house? Fred said, of course I will. (laughs) Fred, but Fred's heart was not into it. He worked two hours a day when in the old days he used to work 20. He just couldn't drag him. He just had to drag himself to work. But at the end of it, a miracle happened. The house passed inspection. So he went back to the boss and said, boss, I'm done. The boss said, don't leave yet. We're going to have a party. So he cracked the champagne. He... Uh, They had caviar. They had a great meal. And then he said, everyone gather around. This is Fred's last day. Fred, thank you for everything you've done for me. And I've got a little gift for you to thank you for all you've done. Here's the keys to the last house you've ever built. May you enjoy it with all the enthusiasm you've given me over the years. I love these stories. Now, are you making them up because they're beautiful? Or this, it, they, they are treasures. They are pearls within themselves. And each one, each one of my chapter has a story like that to help give meaning to the pearl that's there. And there's always also over 150 quotes in my book to really give true meaning to the story from world's authorities. For example, Reese Witherspoon says, you will always gain by giving love. So little things like that. So this book is a gem for everybody to cherish and love. And I'd like to give a free copy of it to everybody that would like one. All they have to do is go to the link secretsbook.now forward slash site, S-I-T-E, secretsbook.now forward slash site, and you can get a free digital copy of my book. Beautiful, and that's so wonderful. What about empowerment? Because that's also one of your golden pearls, and that is so important for people to to feel during this time, despite 
challenges and not knowing what's next or what to do or whatever. So so what's your take on that? What do you want to share with, with our listeners, Dr. Laika? You know, empowerment is some body of it all. Empowerment is what you must grow towards. Empowerment is a very precious thing. Uh, you know, empowerment is what grabs you gravitate towards and become empowered. You know, it's what allows you to overcome the obstacles in your life. It's when everything's gloomy and doomy, if you're empowered, you literally can overcome that gloom and doom. That's so important and, and so very, very true. Will you share a little bit? I know that you're you're very much involved in these new books, but share a little bit about what they're about. Pillars of Success and Blue Talks Presents Business Life in the Universe. Don't give us too much, but just a hint and excitement so we can move forward with, with dreaming about that. And also, folks, you have to buy <laughs> you have to buy this book, this beautiful book. You know, uh, all my books are written with the meaning to empower people and allow them to get further. Jack Canfield wrote the introduction to my book, the foreword to my book, and when he did, he said, we must write a book together so we can empower more people, and that's what Pillars of Success is about. Another one of my friends, Corey Poirier, um, who wanted to write a book, and he said, I want to write about business, life, and the universe, and I really want everybody to have more meaning, and so I wrote a chapter for him in that book. So each one of these is help to help people to have a better life as well. Now, are the books out? Are they or are they going to be released? What's what is the di- what's the publication date? Or are they already here and people could buy them? They are already there, and both of them have become bestsellers. Beautiful. So, what's next for you, Doctor Leica? Another book. You know, I'm going to savor my book that I have right now. Right now, what I'm doing is professional speaking. If anybody would like a professional speaker to help them at their groups or things like that, give me a call because I think I can help you and I think I can give you more meaning and give you uh, another day. Uh, so if there's anybody out there in the universe that would like somebody that's a world-class professional speaker, I'd love to help you. Uh, all you have to do is go to my site, Dr. D-R-A-L-L-E-N, Lyka, L-Y-C-K-A, DrAllenLyka.com, and you can check me out there. I'd love to help you. Wonderful. What would you like to leave our listeners with? You've left, you've given us so many pearls of wisdom, beautiful stories, humor, and and just, and and also a feeling of warmth and love. And again, we can move beyond whatever feels impossible. So, what do, what else do you would you love to share with our audience? I, I I'm just so happy that I've had you on the show, Dr. Leica. I would like to tell everybody that it's not what happens to you, it's what you do with what happens. That's the saying of a Greek sophist by the name of Epictetes from 2,000 years ago. It's not what happens to you, it's what you do with what happens. And that's so very true. And look what you did. So... 
you've, you're doing beautiful speaking, writing books. How did, how has your family shifted from that experience of being at being in Disney World and and going through the changes and 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 watching you blossom in, in a whole new way? Your wife is a doctor too. Is she still practicing medicine? Yes, she's actually practicing this morning. She's doing telephone uh, uh, health now. And, uh, you know, we've had some blessings. I had my 65th birthday recently, and uh, we've celebrated our 40th marriage anniversary. So we've had a very wonderful life, and we continue to do that. Wow, that's a blessing in itself. Well, Dr. Laika, thank you so much for your gifts for this incredible book and remember people you can get it for free tell them again how they can get it and also how they can reach you Dr. Laika sure well, the way that they can get my book is to go to secretsbook.now forward slash site and get a copy or they can get it on my website Dr. Ellen Laika D-R-A-L-L-E-N Laika L-Y-C-K-A dot com and there you can find out everything about me as well. And the other two books that are are out, are they also on your website? They're available on Amazon.com, and you can certainly check them out. Just look up Dr. Laika, and you'll find them there. Beautiful. Dr. Laika, you are a gift and and have so much pearls of wisdom and so much to share Thank you so much for taking the time and for being on the show today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's really my pleasure. Thank you. And actually, the honor is mine. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Take care. You too, care. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thanks. So think about everything that Dr. Leica said, because you too, despite what you're going through, can reach inside and get this book, too, that will help you share with you the 13 pearls that you have, as Dr. Leica said, that you have within you that you can access to feel more empowered, to feel and access more love in your life, even the love of yourself and the love that's within yourself, and so much more. And you have the ability to shift whatever's going on and to embrace a more empowered way of being and to power your life, even if you do so taking little steps initially, because, again, every little step can make a difference. If you want to get a hold of me, I'll give you the short version. Go to doc, D-O-C-W-H-I-T-E dot org. And remember to access your own gifts, know that you are a treasure, and to value that treasure that is you. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a beautiful day. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.